Hi, my name is Kirk Hamilton, your host of the Staying Healthy Today Show. This is a show where we bring you key experts in the fields of nutrition, prevention, integrative, and lifestyle medicine. We review case studies and we review the medical literature. Today's show topic is a topical lipophilic epigallocatechin 3-gallate ointment reduces the duration of oral herpes. Our guest today is a Dr. Stephen Shu. He's from the Georgia Regents University in Augusta, Georgia, and he wrote a very interesting article called Topical Lipophilic Epigallocatechin 3-Gallate on Herpes Labialis, a Phase 2 clinical trial of the AverTX formula. And again, this was in the longest journal title in the world, Oral Surgery, Oral Medicine, mm-hmm. Oral Pathology, Oral Radiology 2015. So welcome, Dr. Shu. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you, Mr. Hamilton. So again, I know you've been on the show before, but I'd like for people, for you to share your educational background and kind of how you got to where you are today. Sure. Um, I got my B.S. degree from Wuhan University in China, and I got my master's degree from Montclair State University in New Jersey. And subsequently, I received my Ph.D. from the University of Cincinnati College of Medicine and then did some very important uh, postdoctoral work at the Sloan Kettering Cancer Center before I landed a job at uh, Georgia. Was the one the, the work at Sloan Kettering, was that related to green tea at all? No, actually, that's related to cancer. It's related to colon cancer. Yeah, right. I used to be a cancer researcher, and then later on, um, I worked on some other things. And of course, we know the green tea polyphenols also is an anti-cancer agent. Of course, the green tea, it's going to be, did you have your, how much green tea have you had today? Well, this is my second part right now. I'm going to finish that before the work's done, and then I'll do some exercise. And what kind of green tea is it, just by chance? Uh, this is a kind of very mild green tea called the Long Jin Green Tea or Dragon Well that uh, is made from a very uh, limited area in China, southeastern area near Hangzhou. Now, how do you order it? I'm just curious. Where do you get your green tea from? Well, fortunately, I do have some uh, required trips to China each year. And then when I go there, I bring a lot and then I'll put that into a deep uh, freezer or minus 20 freezer to preserve the antioxidant properties. And then I'll pull out one can uh, after I finish the other one. And this is actually a serious question, is that how do you know the purity of it versus like, let's say we know that China's in many places is polluted. Did you get this from uh, an area where where maybe there might not be as much exposure to pollution? Exactly. I will try to get the best of these uh, green tea. And so I do know people, I do know some villages on the mountains. I do know how they grow these tea plants, how they take care of them. And uh, as you know, the pollution, the uh, pesticides, the herbicide, a lot of things that you, know, you have to make sure that uh, people do not use them. So that's, um, I, I choose them very carefully. And also there's another way to test, to test the, the tea uh, beverage. And uh, there are ways to do that and to see whether uh, there's uh, something over the limit. Well, while we're on that, then let's just go one step further. You make two pots of tea. How long do you steep your tea, or how do you do that? About 20 minutes. Each morning, I will uh, brew two pots, and each each pot takes about 20 minutes. So just pour the boiling water into the teapot with tea leaves, and then I will uh, uh, take out one pour, the first pour, and then I will do the second pour. Same tea leaves, second pour also uh, tastes better. It's not that bitter. And so I bring both to my office. 
Uh huh. So that's pretty. That would seem to me like. I mean, regularly when you go, let's say out, or you get a tea bag, it's like three to four to five minutes. So you're steeping twenty minutes, right? Does right. These are tea leaves. For the tea bags, they are、uh, maybe powder, more、uh, the smaller pieces, and easy to extract the contents. But for the tea leaves, it takes probably longer. Oh, I see. So the actual tea leaves. I get it. Okay. All right. I'm getting educated. Okay.、Um, so. Green tea and oral herpes, or the,、uh, the green tea catechins, or the polyphenols and oral herpes. How did you get interested in that whole topic? Well, probably I told the story before. I was a、uh, forced labor in China in the rural area in the mountains for about six, seven years, and then、uh, one of the jobs that I performed was to take care of tea plants and then to pick teas and process teas. So、um, I got some experience over there, but. I realized that in a thousand thousand years ago, the tea was used, the tea plants, tea leaves was used as medicine, and later on, about thousand years ago, it became a very popular beverage. So、uh, right now we see so many, so many benefits, and then you can see the trend to convert the beverage into medicine again. There is a prescription drug called Varigen that treats genital warts. So that is based on just the pure green tea extract. So FDA approved this as a、uh, prescription drug, as a topical use, and、uh, so there are more and more benefits of green tea polyphenols came out.、Uh, one of them is to、uh, refer to one very specific molecule called EDCG, or you already pronounced as、um, apigallocatechin three gallate. So that's the compound that has very potent antiviral activities. And、uh, since we already studied、uh, properties and found that if we made it a little different, we just attach something that makes the oil soluble, it becomes more potent. Also, it can work formulation preparations and increase the stability of this compound and increase the activity of the compound. So we patented that in 2006. And、uh, so this is the base of our study to use this compound. It become oil soluble. Can be very easily to be prepared in、uh, skin preparations, topical applications, and it's very stable. So it can、uh, have a very long sh-、uh, shelf life. So unlike the water soluble original EDCG, it's very very hard, if not impossible, to make skin preparations. So this one penetrate the skin cells, penetrate the cell、uh, membrane, and then find the virus and kill the virus. So many many publications showed. Very very strong antiviral activities, and we came up a formulation、uh, to apply topical basis and to treat and prevent herpes. Well, before we get into the study, there's terminology that I get confused with, and I should know it, but I don't. So if I say epigallocatechin three gallate, it is a T cat. When you say catechins, that is a form of a T catechin, correct? The epigallo. Yes. And then when、right. you and then when you say polyphenols. That's a bigger group that these are under.、Uh, the polyphenols also include like black tea and some other black tea polyphenols, and the catechins or some epigallocatechin. That's one catechin, okay. And、uh, there's、uh, epicatechin. That's one catechin. These are catechin family members, and when we、uh, refer to polyphenols, that include m- it's a bigger family. For example, epigallocatechin three gallate (EGCG) when it's become oxidized and become the Black tea polyphenol. So 
you can interuse them, replace each other. Sometimes people they say polyphenols, T polyphenols. Mm-hmm. That includes a bigger family. But when you talk about the catechin, so that's more specific. EGCG, ECG, EC, or EG. So those are four major catechins that only present uh, in large quantity in green tea leaves, but not in black tea leaves. So you wouldn't take the catechins out of black or white tea to do this kind of study, correct? Correct. When you look at the black tea polyphenol, there are some activities that for antimicrobial, but uh, these studies did not come out as, as such potent antiviral activities as EG, CG, and its derivatives. And how about white tea? Is that, does that have any potent um, polyphenols? It's interesting that people, they, sometimes they, they distinguish white tea from green tea. Actually, white tea is just very, very little different from green tea. White tea is processed from very, very young budding leaves of the tea plant. At that time, this type of budding leaves, they, they are rich in amino acids, in proteins. So they are not rich in the polyphenols or catechins. So they taste sweet, they taste mild, very nice, but the production of white tea is so limited. You know, one tea tree gives you very, very little, a few grams of white tea. It's not like the tea leaves. So the taste better, more expensive, the content, actually, the content of catechins are lower, but the protein content is higher. But they have pretty much the same molecule. I love talking to you because every time I talk to you, I feel like I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to the green tea school of, or the tea school. <laughs> and so I learn so much. So when I get you, I like to pick your brain. Okay. We are talking to Dr. Stephen Shu, and he wrote an interesting paper called Topical Lipophilic Epigallocatechin 3-Gallate on Herpes Labialis. And right now he's going to tell us about the study that they did with this lipophilic product. Yeah, this study was a collaboration between several, among several universities, and um, the physicians are from Zhejiang University in China, there's dermatology uh, uh, school and hospital, and uh, this is actually number three university ranking in China, and a very, very good uh, dental school. They call it a stomatology, but actually it's a dental hospital. And so we have uh, recruited 40 patients and separate them into two groups. And one group, we use the formulation, uh, the Averti formula. The other group used only the vehicle, which is the glycerin. And then we ask the patient to apply as soon as they find the, uh, or they feel, or they find, or they see the signs of the first sign of cold sore. And then no later than 24 hours. So only we recruit people that can use that within the 24 hours, either the first hour, first minute, or uh, 23 hours. So they have to apply early, as early as possible. And then we'll look at, every day we'll look at the symptoms, we'll measure the lesions, we'll see the uh, blister, let them to fill out forms and taking photos. So after all these studies done, and uh, there's only one patient who dropped out because this patient has to go to a meeting out of the state. And uh, all the others, they uh, complete the uh, study. And uh, so we did a statistical analysis and we look at the duration, we look at the duration of the uh, whole episode, we look at the 
duration of blistering and ulceration stages combined together. And we'll look at the quality of life, the itching, pain, the bleeding, those kind of things. And what we found, the major finding was very, very uh, exciting to all of us in the beginning uh, is that the episode in the vehicle group, that means they have the glycerin applied. Glycerin is good, it's good for skin. Okay, but for that group, the episode median number of days, nine days. So the episode lasts, the whole, the whole episode lasts for nine days. And for the Alberti patient group, the episode lasts a median of 4.5 days. That means we cut that duration in half. More interestingly, that um, for the blistering and ulceration stages, the vehicle group has three days median. However, for the Alberti group, it only lasts for one day. That's very important because that's all these blister and the pain and the bleeding. That's the period. We can shorten that by two-thirds. So that's very, very significant. So this is something that we're very uh, excited about. And the ABRT formula eventually was used for the oilment that actually treat uh, herpes. And it's now on the market. And we're happy to see it rises so quickly uh, on the top 15 bestseller list. Um, cold sore uh, treatment on Amazon right now. Well, we're going to do a trial in our clinic because we have a few, <laughs> few, <laughs> few. No, seriously, we have a few staff people yeah, well, that that, that bought that, that bought it right. Well, go ahead and send it to us because we'll I'll definitely use it. But we had some staff people who bought it right away when I sent them the article. So you cut it in half. I mean, and so the obvious question is: so there's no side effects, simple mm-hmm. to use. How much does a uh, you know a little tube cost? Uh, it's under twenty dollars. Uh, inclu- I think including uh, shipping, probably, uh, if you. Uh, um, well, I remember, but there there are selected pharmacies around the country. Selected, not all of them pharmacies. They, uh, they they sell it too. You you said in your in your paper or in an interview I did the written interview that you use it six to eight times a day. So tell us about the frequency. What? How did they know when to put it on? Right. We uh, initially, um, officially, not initially, officially, we recommend from six to eight times per day because it's non-toxic and actually it's good for the skin. Its heating uh, power is very, very important. So we ask people to apply many times. And uh, even uh, for me, for myself, I, I can apply for like 10 times a day and uh, because there's no side effect reported from our study. and. Uh, why uh, we make that recommendation is because we did a case study before. So we did some lab work and, uh, and also testing on different things, on viruses and everything. But we did on a human case report used just a three, uh, three people, and we tested on that. And uh, so we established some kind of recommendation. So we recommend for the clinical trial groups to apply uh, so many times, six to eight per day. And when they feel there's you know, itching, when they feel there's uh, um, pain a little bit, and then they can apply again, 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 after they clean the area. They clean the area and then apply again. So that's something that we recommend that for the best results. And uh, when, when they go to sleep, then, of course, they, they don't need to come up and wake up to apply. But during the day, they need to apply quite frequently. So to... Uh non-prescribed reasons that you could take the Avertex. I mean, it sounds like you could put it on your skin to just make healthy skin. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? Would that be a bad thing to do? Uh, no, you're absolutely correct because there's some 
skin uh, cosmetic product has green green tint, and uh, a few of them they has lipophytic EGCG or lipophytic uh, green tea extract in it because we have the uh, we have the patent, and everybody else they can use some other forms, but we have the patent for the lipid soluble, the lipophytic green tea polyphenols or green tea catechins or EGCG. Uh, only very selective uh, 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 companies that can use that, and that would and that would mean then that because it's lipophilic, it's going to have. You found it had a greater antiviral capability. Is that correct? Yes. Not only our group, we found our our study showed more than twenty fold increase in antiherpetic okay uh, activity. So antiherpes. But for flu, they're talking about 28 times or 44 times greater than the water-soluble EGCG. So the study is showing the lipophytic um, uh, EGCG is more potent, many, many folds more uh, potent than the uh, uh, counterpart, the, water, the water-soluble counterpart. And if somebody had a lesion inside their mouth, could you, do, could you put it there if it wasn't right yeah, on Yeah, absolutely. The- yeah, okay. absolutely. Do not swallow, but you can dry the mucosa and then to apply on the lesions. So that's the first case study we tried that you can see the pictures and it's inside the uh, oral cavity on the mucosa and that patient applied. So there's no issue for any toxicity. And the problem, you know, for the, some current products is that they're, they're toxic. They're or irritant or toxic. The FDA already warned that, but people they still use those kind of chemicals. Very strong detergent that dissolve, of course, dissolve viral code, but also dissolve your own cell membrane too. <laughs> you know, you have very very potent detergent. Well, obviously, the the question that's that sticks in my mind is, you know, oral herpes is is a very you know frustrating and and painful illness. How about genital herpes. Is there any thoughts in the future of, of creating a product for that? That's a very good, very good question because when we talk about the uh, cold sores, cold sores on the lips, and there are about half a million cold sore new cases each year in the United States, and about uh, more than 60% of adults in the U.S. have cold sore uh, or say herpes 1 infection. However, for the herpes 2 infection, and we're still talking about 300,000 uh, infections annually in this country, and one in six adults are infected in the U.S., so, and it's on the rise. Why is the problem? The problem is that we do not have any uh, vaccine. So the current measurement for treating, for prevention, is not adequate enough. So the herpes 2 is on the rise, general herpes is on the rise, and we need to control that. I believe our technology can help to control the herpes infection because we showed and everybody else they, they studied they showed it's so efficient to kill those viruses. If we can kill the virus at very early stage, so they will not have a full blown or they have reduced the frequency of infection, then we were talking about the reduction of numbers of infection. And then eventually, eventually if we can do a good job, we can get rid of these herpes virus. So this uh, same formula could be used, we never tested, but it could be used for herpes 2 because herpes 1, herpes 2, they are same family, they belong to the same family. The alpha herpes family also include shingles virus, and the shingles also form blisters on the skin and, uh, and cause pain, that's a very, very problem. 
we were testing on single some patients already with very promising results. But we believe that eventually we'll have come up with technologies and probably preparations for herpes too, genital herpes and the shingles. Yeah, shingles would be huge. And I mean, I can think of patients right now. So it wouldn't hurt to put the uh, the lip the the Averex the Averet formula on a herpes the shingles lesions, right? Uh, we already have people they they self their yeah. shingles already, and they reported this that hey we we can see a clear reduction of the blister stage. Well, how about if they don't catch it early? Then there there's no benefit like to, for some pain reduction. Let's say you don't catch it because a lot of times people don't catch it her um, shingles early. So if it was delayed a, a day or two, it might not be a value. So we already have 10 uh, cases already. This is not published uh, data right now. We have 10 cases, and we saw people, they have different, almost different stages that use the Averti uh, wellment. And uh, the average uh, the average blistering stage was reduced. But we, we need to have some more right. scientific uh, data analysis before we make any announcement right. uh, at this moment. But the, the technology and the mechanism is the same. It's nothing different. Right. For any viruses, and nothing different. It's just uh, the EGCG esters, or say the lipophytic EGCG, attach very, very tightly to the viral protein on the viral code, either with membrane or without membrane. Attach it and kill it. So that's very, very simple. It's non-specific. So the virus, they, they cannot mutate. They cannot say, oh, okay, there's an antiviral, there's a very specific uh, mechanism that they're going to mutate in you know, one enzyme. Then. The, the drug will not work on this strand of virus. That's causing resistance, and we have seen that a lot. But, but for EGCG and the derivatives, there's no specific binding. It's non-specific, but it's very tight, high affinity binding, and the virus gets crushed. And in closing, how do, we, how do people get your AverTX formula? They can just search on AverTX, and then you can buy from Amazon. You can, you can look at your oral, uh, your local uh, pharmacies or clinics, and, and to see whether they, they sell that. But uh, the best bet is Amazon, and uh, you can see uh, people's comments. You can see that uh, uh, how people apply, and also we have uh, instructions for people to use. But for infants, uh, make sure you consult your pediatrician uh, before use. That's excellent. Well, one of these days, Dr. Shu, I'm going to have a, a show just on educating people how to to, to prepare and pick green tea to, to use. Cause I, sure, I, I'll be glad to. No, yeah. I'm serious because I, I always have questions, and that would be great for the public. So thanks so much for coming on the show today, Dr. Shu. My pleasure. Thank you, Kirk. And I want to thank you, the audience, for listening to this edition of the Staying Healthy Today show. And remember, this will be uploaded to iTunes. Sign up for my health letter. Uh, staying at stayinghealthytoday.com. You have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you soon.